0: Okay, so I think they gave me the hardest question for some reason. But um, I I wonder. (laughs) They they, they, they asked me to talk about what's love got to do with single parents. It's one of the uh, section of the church that we all pretend don't exist. Most churches do not talk about single parenthood. But you and I will agree that as time has gone on, there are more single parents even in the church than it used to be before. Sometimes, the reason why we don't talk about single parenthood is because uh, maybe it was out of wedlock, you know, they were all in church, then something happened, they had an affair with somebody and then the child came and so it's almost as if the child is an embarrassment, and uh, they become an embarrassment to the church, and so we treat them as if they are here, but they don't really exist, you know, and, and I want you to know that everything that there is in life can be traced into the in the Bible. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes there's nothing new under the sun. Is there anything that you can say, see, this is new? No, there's nothing new under the sun. So I'm going to take us if you don't mind, how many minutes have I got? So, I'm going to talk, I I want to encourage uh, single mothers today and I want us to take our time to speak to them. Amen. So, turn your Bibles with me to Genesis 21. Genesis 21. I'm going to show you a single mother and her life and how she encountered and how things became what it became. Genesis 21 from verse number 14. The Bible says, so Abraham rose early in the morning and took bread and a skin of water and putting it on her shoulder, he gave it and the boy to Hagar and sent her away. Then she departed and wandered in the wilderness of Bathsheba and the water and the skin was used up and she placed the boy under the shrubs then she went and sat down across from him at a distance of about a bullshot. For she said to herself, let me not see the death of the boy. So she sat opposite him and lifted her voice and wept. Then the Lord heard the voice of the lad. Then the angel of the Lord called, the, the angel of God called Hagar out of the heavens and Said to her, What ails you, you, Hagar? Fear not, for God has heard the voice of the lad where he is. Arise, lift up the lad and hold him with your hand, for I will make him a great nation. Then God opened the, her eyes and she saw a well of water, and she went and filled the skin with water and gave the lad a drink. So God was with the lad and he grew and dwelt in the wilderness and became an archer. He dwelt in the wilderness of Paran and his mother took a wife for him from the land of Egypt. Here ends the reading of his holy word. Now, let me give you a brief background to the story. Hagar was a a maidservant to Sarah. And uh, God had promised uh, Abraham and Sarah that he was going to have a child. He was going to uh, bless him. The nations of the world were going to come through them, you know. And he was going to have descendants like the stars of heaven, like the sun on the seashore and all that. And as they received the, 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 the prophecy that, or the promise that God gave, it got to a point where they tried very hard to help God, like sometimes we do. And the way they decided to help God was uh, Sarah's suggestion that, listen, I have my maidservant. servant Why don't you sleep with my maidservant servant and have a child, and we will take the child off her. So that is what they, the Abraham also agreed for, for whatever reason. And um, they had a the baby. The baby started growing in the house. There was no problem until Sarah gave birth. By this time, the boy... Uh, is now Ishmael is now seventeen, almost seventeen years old, and at the point they were playing together, Abraham, uh, Ishmael and uh, uh, Isaac were playing together, and then, you know, like children do, they started teasing each other. The the the, the older one, Ishmael, was teasing the younger one, and infuriated the mother of the younger one, that Sarah, and Sarah came and told Abraham, "Let the boy go." let the boy and the, the mate and the boy leave. Now I have my son. I don't need these two in my house. You know, why am I saying all this? Is? Sometimes nobody in this room or no no, no woman, no lady, no girl plans that I will be a single mother. Nobody comes into the world with a plan. As for me, you, you, there will something be very wrong with you to have that you know, at the back of your mind, I want to be a single mother. No. Nobody's born that way. Nobody's wired that way. But circumstances happen. Life happens. You know, Hagar did not plan to be a single mother. But here is the case that the man has decided to uh, tell the the lady, here, here's water, here's bread, go. The second thing about uh, single parenthood is that most of the time, the the provision that comes from the man is very limited. A little bread, a little jar of water. I mean, you just imagine if you are given maybe like three liters or five liters of water and some bread and you are told to go. How long is the water going to last? And you're in the wilderness. How long is the bread going to last? Most often, single mothers are faced with a problem where they have inadequate help and assistance from the the father of the boy if any at all. And they have to take the responsibility of both mother and father. And it's not an easy thing. So before you and I look down on them and before you and I, you know, uh, point accusing fingers at them, look how hard life has dealt them and how they are trying to juggle. Even when you have both parents in the house, it's difficult to raise a child. Let alone when there's only one parent. Amen. And the Bible said she got to a point that she could not do it anymore. That is one of the, the things that most single parents suffer. Frustration. They may laugh and smile in church. But believe me, there are times, there are nights that they feel as if they cannot do it anymore and they wish the child was dead or they wish they had died themselves. Hagar got to the place where he said that I don't want to see my child die. So I'm going to leave the child at a place and go far away so that I don't have to watch the child die. Hallelujah. And, and, and I'm saying all this is for us to avert our mind to the fact that this is single parents have it hard. And if we are comfortable with our husbands and our wives and our homes, let's have a little compassion for them. Sometimes, let us go out of our ways to get the children into our homes to give the single parents some relief moments, some respite. Am I talking to somebody? Because it is very frustrating sometimes to have you know, the child is always crying, the child is sick, anything that happens to the child is you. Anything that, I mean, how how many fathers are here? Give me a wave. You know, when the children start crying in the middle of the night and you feel like going to sleep in another room so that the mother can can deal with the child because you can't do, how many are like me? Me, I'm like that. (laughs) you know, just imagine that there is no other person to leave the, the room for. Even when the child is, crying, you are the only one there. There is no, nobody else who will come for the child. If you deal with the child in the middle of the night and you are tired in the morning and you want to, you know, have some rest, the child is still your responsibility. No one is coming to help you. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? And, and and so it got to a point where she was so frustrated, and she cried. You know the, the thing that I like about verse seventeen, and and, the, and God heard the voice of the lad. Listen, let me tell you that child you have, his voice goes to God quicker than any other voice. Am I talking to somebody? Your your child's cry it goes to god quicker than any other the child of a married uh, a married uh, uh, family because god knows that he has given you half the full responsibility on half the salary uh, am i talking to somebody am i talking to a single mother here so the child's voice is heard and when you are praying pray to god that because of this child hear my voice and answer my petition. Am I talking to somebody? And God said that what else you eager? Fear not. Somebody say fear not. One of the things that makes a lot of single parents aggressive towards their baby father and they become so you know almost belligerent and almost uh, I'm looking for words almost incorrigible sometimes is fear. Fear can make you misbehave. Am I talking to somebody? Fear can make you misbehave. So sometimes, you see, single mothers have a certain, they are short, quick-tempered. They have a certain attitude. It's like you don't really, people want to avoid them because it's like they are crazy. It is not craziness. It is fear that makes them crazy. Am I talking to ladies? Isn't that true? Even those who are married, fear makes you always fight with your husband. Because it's like if you think that he's cheating and he's doing that, it makes you crazy because you are afraid that somebody is taking your position. Fear has a way of making people go crazy. And so the first thing God said to Hagar was fear not. The first thing I'll say to you, single mother, is that do not be afraid. God has got you covered. Am I talking to somebody? God has got you covered. Don't be afraid at all. Whatever the case is, whatever the issue is, Whatever you have or don't have, God will make up for the rest. The Bible says that his strength is made perfect in our weakness. There's a scripture I want us to look at in uh, Psalm 127, in the Message Bible. I like the Message version. Psalm 127 from 3 to 5. It says that don't you see that children are God's blessed, best gift? Do you notice that children are God's best gift? The fruit of the womb is his generous legacy. Like a warrior's fistful of bow arrows are the children of the vigorous youth. Oh, how blessed are you parents. How blessed are you parent? that's one without S, with your quiver full of children. Your enemies don't stand a chance against you. You will sweep them right off your doorstep because God is with you. Am I talking to somebody? Your enemies don't stand a, they don't stand a chance. You are not alone. God is with you. And with God, you are more than a conqueror. Am I talking to somebody? Don't allow yourself to feel as if the whole world's problem is on your shoulder and there's no one helping. When we are weak, he is strong. His strength is made perfect in our weakness. You are not a forgotten group in the church. You are an integral part of the church. And as they say, it takes a a village to raise children. I want you single mothers to, to do this for me. Don't take the children, isolate the children from the village that you have, which is the house of God. Am I talking to somebody? Some of the things that we do as parents, let me go to the next verse so that I I can flow. I have five more minutes, yes? Okay. Verse 18 says that arise. Somebody say "Arise." arise. Now, God is telling Hagar, the single mother, arise. You see, if you single mother don't know how to lift yourself up. You are going to kill the child. You are going to let the child, if you are feeling down, can you imagine how the children are feeling? So you've got to lift yourself. You've got to encourage yourself in God. You've got to be, remember that you are leading, no matter how small you think the children are, they see what is going on and they are not daft. Am I talking to somebody? They are not daft. You may think that, oh, they are children, they don't know that you cry in the middle of the night when they are asleep. Believe you me, they know. They know when you are not happy. No matter how young they are, they know when you are not happy. Even when they are sucking on the breast, and mommy is not happy, somehow psychologically it affects the child. So arise, Hagar. You've got to learn to lift yourself up. Remember that you are not the only one that life has happened to. You are not the only one that is single. You are not the only one that has made a mistake. You are not the only one that life has dealt a a bad hand or a bad card to. Arise. Somebody say arise. Arise. Learn to lift yourself up. And not only that, the next uh, part says lift up the lad. Somebody say "Lift lift up the lad. You've got to learn to lift up your children. There are some single mothers they put all their frustrations on the children. They, they shout at them. They are very quick-tempered. They are very short. They, they curse at the children. You're useless right. father. And you're, you know, God will punish your father. the child doesn't need all that. How many know what I'm talking about? Can we be real? You know, we don't talk like this in church. You know, we don't talk like this in church. But let's be honest and let's be real. These things happen. You know, when you have, you've had a bad day, you know, and, and the rent is due, your creditors are on your case, and the child is also shouting, I want food, I'm hungry, like any other child does, then you vent your frustration on the child. You, you're crushing the child even more. Hallelujah. Remember, they didn't ask to be, to be born. They didn't ask to be here. Whatever happened that brought them here, they had no hand in it. whatever, whatever love you had with somebody that brought them, they had no part in it. So, do not punish them for the mistakes of their fathers. Am I talking to somebody? Do not, do not inflict on them your frustrations. Lift up the lad. Lift the child up. One of the things I'll tell you, I was, I was saying that it takes a village to raise a, uh, a, family in a church like this, there are a lot of husbands, a lot of fathers that you can let adopt your child. Am I talking to somebody? Come and say to, uh, uh, you know, somebody you, you find is upright in the in in church and, is, you know, say to them that I want you to take over my child, mentor my son, mentor my daughter, become a, a, a father figure to, the, to the, the the child and allow the person to help you. And not in terms of you having sex with the person. No, that's not what I'm talking about. But allow the, 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 the person to help you bring the child up. The fact that life has taken away a father figure from the, the child's life doesn't mean that you should permanently continue that thing. There are people who can assist you to raise children up. Am I talking to somebody? Yeah, so come to If you don't know anybody, you come to me. I'll give you somebody who will help you raise that child up. Because the child needs to be, says that lift up the lad. Hold him with your hand. Hold him up. The child needs to be held up. You know when God said this, and the child was 17 years old. But the fact that he was 17 years old doesn't mean that he didn't need to be held up. Don't let the children grow older than their time. I know some some places where the child is 14, the child is is 12, because the father is not there, you force the child to be a man. He's not a man. He's a boy. Allow him to grow and become a man. Don't force responsibilities on him before his time. Am I talking to somebody? Rather, give that responsibility to somebody else. There are a lot of father figures in the church. Find one of them. And let them take interest. And, and, and brothers, say hey Are you here? Brothers, can I hear you? Yeah. If you are here, become a father figure. Become a mentor somebody. Maybe you didn't get a father figure in your life yourself. Or you got the love of a father Transfer that love to somebody else. It may not be your child. It may not, you don't have anything to do with the mother, but you can help raise the child. And one day when the child grows, the child will point you as their father. Am I talking to somebody? So let's do that. And then the Bible said, Then God opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water. When you lift up the child, when you give the child up to God, God will open your eyes to provision. Hallelujah. Remember the provision you are looking for is just around an eye shot away from you. It's just that you are so emotionally, you know, upset and emotionally, you know, tunnel vision that you cannot see the provision around you. Sometimes there is a man who is about to take care of you, love you and love the child than even the father of the child can. But you've got to learn to rise yourself, Hagar, and then number two, lift the boy up. When a man comes and he sees the boy happy and he sees you happy, then it's easier for him to love you. Uh, Am I talking to somebody? Because if you are very, you know, angry, you are very emotionally, you know, upset, you are not attractive. No matter how beautiful you look. You are not beautiful. You are not attractive because of all those things. But when you are happy within yourself and the child is happy, then you make yourself attractive for God to show you the provision of the well of water. Amen. And the Bible says that and he dwelt in the wilderness of parents and the mother was with him and when the time was right, mother helped him to pick up a, a, a wife for the son. So single mothers, do not, do not shy away into the corner and deal with your problems by yourself. We are all here to help. God is here to help. Just allow yourself to receive assistance. I have an acronym. I don't think I have the time to show you, but Hagar has an acronym. The Hagar is H-A, isn't it? H-A. The first H stands for hope. A single mother must have hope. Have hope that... There is a better future for you and a better future for the children. Hope in God. Number two is A, assistance. Call for assistance. Don't do this all by yourself. Don't think that because I made a mess of my life, I have to deal with it by myself. No, we are all here to help. Amen. The next one is G, great faith. Every single parent must have great faith in God, great faith in the child, great faith in yourself that things are going to get better. Amen. And then the next is acceptance. Accept that the man is gone. Accept that the father is gone. Accept your situation. You cannot deal with your situation if you are in denial. Learn to accept where you are and accept help when it's given. Then R is relief, hope, as uh, assistance, God's acceptance, and finally relief. Relief. Ask for relief when you need it. Ask for relief. Call somebody. Can I come and leave my child with you today? I am emotionally tired. I'm physically tired. I cannot deal with the child anymore. Can I drop the child for you? To you for the weekend. Find a couple. Give the child sometimes. Am I, is that, is that okay? Yes, yeah, so that you can recharge your batteries yourself. Otherwise, you, you kill yourself. Amen. Have I helped some mothers? Yes. Oh.